Welcome to Scumbeer and Villainy Shorts, the shorter podcast, which is better for you. Less calories, but more content. <laughs> high, high in fiber. <laughs> high in fiber. <laughs> so, Matt, today we're doing a beer review for our short. Beer reviews are always popular. Some of our most popular posts and uh, podcasts are actually beer reviews. And today we are going to review a Josie-based brewery. We haven't actually had this beer at all uh, before mm-hmm. on the show. No. And I know the brewer reasonably well. Uh, I've had a few conversations with him. And um, I really enjoy their branding and everything else. It's the Brixton Brewery. And it's their Brixton Bitter, which we're having a taste of today. Brixton or New Brixton? New Brixton. Sorry. New Brixton. Yeah, so New Brixton yeah. Brewery. Yeah. I know the brewer. <laughs> Clearly, I don't, don't know even know that the well. fucking name of the brewery. <laughs> it's New Brixton Brewery. And their Brixton Bitter. This is sort of their flagship beer. Um, I, I suspect this is the first one which uh, they brought out. And it's the one which you mostly find in liquor stores and pubs around Johannesburg. What do you think? Before the pour, Matt. What's your impression there from the branding? And um, I, 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 I love the motif on the bottle. I like the, the imagery. Mm. Uh, I like bringing in that kind of stylized Brixton Tower. I think that's yeah. really, really cool. It's almost like... A, Kind of nouveau-ish. It's like, yeah, like almost Art Deco. Art Deco, that's what I yeah. was going to say. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the fonts are very Art Deco. Um, um, it might even be called the Art Deco font, but it's it may well it's be. It's not. Mm. Um, I, I, I or think walkway, it, one of those. Yeah, yeah. Pacific Palisades. Mm. Um, I, I, I like it. I do like the the, the branding. Um, it's a little bit plain on the edges, you know. Besides the yeah. motif, I think it's a, just you know um, they've. They've done the thing where you, they've got the Joburg skyline in the um, in the main brand in uh, in, in the mm. barcode. Oh, in the barcode as well. Yeah, yeah I like that. Which I is always, I always like barcode manipulation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also mm. do. I think um, Devil's Peak do. It yeah, as they well. do the smoke, the smoky pipe, the pipe. Yeah. yeah. So, so I do. Um, I think, I think it's nice. It, it's also a little bit different from your conventional. Mm. It definitely stands crafty. out on the shelf. Yeah. Um, it's not. It doesn't try and mimic the the macro brands, and it doesn't really uh, look like anything else. Yeah, the, I'm I'm not a huge fan of these of these kind of um, glossy labels. Mm. Um, yeah. I, it feels like this could have been a bit better on a matte surface. Yeah. It's difficult to get those matte labels. Mm. Um, no, matte. I think it's probably quite expensive. <laughs> myself, oh, I did that. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, it is expensive. The more matte the label, the more expensive it is. And also, it's it's because in Joburg we have less label um, printing going on than in the Cape, where oh, really? obviously the wine industry, which really, oh, yeah, I suppose um, that's probably know, uses that. a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. But but no, but I, I agree. The the label material could be a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. The, the, this this kind of sh- shiny ish mm. labeling just comes off as a little bit cheap yeah it doesn't do you any favors that's for sure yeah but but the the design itself mm. is is relatively nice there's a couple of things that are a bit cliche they've got the um the kind of hash mm. um bookend stuff but no it's nice so it's, it's 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 absolutely you know nothing yeah. nothing objective also a nice thing is that it's still the 440 <laughs> bottle I'm I'm part yes. of the ever diminishing fan yeah, club. 440, 440. 440 for life, yo. <laughs> yeah, 440 for life. <laughs> Crips and blood. <laughs> Homes. <laughs> so uh, it's still hanging in there with the 440, but it, it's probably inevitable that it's all breweries are going to go to 340 or 330. And I see it's a contract brewed. Um, I believe so. Two Oaks. Yeah, so Two Oaks does the contract. Um, and uh, unacceptably, there is a spelling mistake on the label. I know. Matt has determined that there's a spelling mistake. 
That's not great, guys. What, what is the spelling mistake, man? Uh, unless uh, unpasteurized is now spelt very differently. That's interesting. Now, I want you to always check those, eh? Yeah, that's not correct. Uh, always check your spelling. Of course, the problem is that if you have a spelling error on your labels and you've just printed five bazillion yeah, of them. Yeah, 150, 11,000. Then, then you probably just hope that no one notices. But then you hope that people are not like, you know, you, Matt. <laughs> yes, Matt and myself. <laughs> Massive attention to detail. Highly critical uh, people. But uh, so this is a bitter. The style is a bitter. So uh, a classic English mm. style beer. Mm. So in the glass. Yeah. In the glass, I, li- I, li- I like the head. I love the, the density nice. of, the le- of the head. Yeah, it's got nice lacing. Mm. Uh, very clear beer as well. I like to see that in a bitter. Nice coppery, lovely, uh, red, lovely reddish tinge. Uh, lovely color. And on the nose, there's a candy floss sort of thing going on here for yeah, me. Caramel. caramel. Yeah, and that, you would expect that from a bitter. Because it has a fair amount of good yes. caramel malt. Um, yeah, it's that, it is that caramel malty uh, yes. density. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there's a sweetness. Yeah, I mean, not, not any obvious off uh, flavors right away, which is always good um, on, on the nose. Very malty up front. Mm. Very mm. malty. Mm. It's nice and crisp as well. Mm. So the, the maltiness has kind of cut yeah. through a little bit, which is nice. No, it's very nice. The yeast work here is, is very skilled. It's, it's got a nice dry, crisp finish. There is a slight fruitiness coming in mm. for me at the mm. end there, from probably from the ale yeast, which they're using. Um, yeah, like currants and you know mm. dates and yeah. that kind of that kind of fruity flavour. Yeah, I mean it's it's almost it's almost veers into a little bit of a, a Belgian type of uh, characteristic here, and I think that that's a sort of toffee toffee biscuity flavours. So I'd be interested to find out what malts they're using if there are any. Belgian malts like aromatic malt, um, some of the biscuit malts also. They they have a sort of a, like you said earlier, a bit of a red currant, mm. toffee, dried fruit. They can even yeah. impart into a beer. A kind of sultana. Yeah, I mean some of those aromatic malts from Belgium are really aromatic. When you when you dig your hand into a bag of that malt, it, yeah. it the smell is quite extraordinary. You, you you almost don't want to believe it comes from malt. Yeah, um, but and so there could be some of it in here. No, we're, we'll, we're we're drinking this quite cold. Yeah, this is probably a little bit too cold uh, for a bitter. I was going to say for a bitter. I mean, you'd probably explore a couple more flavors mm. if it was a bit warmer. Yeah, I mean, again, you know, we haven't really spoken a lot about beer temperature on the podcast, but I think it is important that you, we as South Africans, probably in most hot countries, probably tend to drink beer too cold. A bit too cold, yeah. Um, and you do need to let it express a little bit more. Um, just like you would wine. I mean, a lot of people wouldn't drink wine coming right out the fridge. Yeah, well, certainly not a red wine. No, and but even white wine. So you want to warm it a bit. Um, I'm sort of warming it in my hand right now, and I can already see an improvement uh, in the flavor. Yeah. yeah. I like the fact that they've got very detailed tasting notes mm. as well. Um, yeah. I still see that as a real problem with labeling in South Africa, especially, is there's not enough information, information on the beer, how it was made... Here again, also it needs to be said that they've got IBUs, SRMs yeah. um, on for, for you, beer geeks. You're seeing less and less of that. Well, it never was. Yeah. Um, so I'd love to see just more information, more character on the labels, and at least this does some of that. Mm. That it tells you a little bit more about the beer style, it tells you what to pair it with, and you know, a spot on there. So well done, um, New yeah. Brixton Brew. Yeah, and again, that, that, that front icon, uh, that motif, that, that picture of the... Stylized Brixton Tower, mm. I think, is beautiful. Yeah. And I really, really like that. I mean, it's very Johannesburg-centric, and I think that's also something which I, Joburg Brewers should 
capitalize on, mm. right? We we have our own unique culture in the city, and it's it's not Cape Town. It's something different. Um, so Cape Town. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, yeah. He we'll, says alienating all our Cape Town listeners. Mm. Wait, alienating our Cape Town listener. Yes, yes. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> I've I've carefully selected each listener in each yes, city yes. to be the right kind of listener. So we've got one in Cape Town, Joburg, oh, New York. You know, fantastic. Oh, by the right kind of listener, I assume you mean those with money to spend on sponsorship. True. Yeah, or people who receive my money for bribery. <laughs> <laughs> Those with incognito personal addresses. <laughs> exactly. Um, so taste-wise, Matt, what's taste- your final verdict? No, I, I, I very much enjoy it. Um, I'm waiting for it to warm up a little bit um, because a lot, I think a lot of the bitterness isn't coming mm. through. Look, bitters aren't really that bitter. No, 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 sure. Mm. But I think it needs to be, you know, the maltiness and mm. the, the sweetness needs to be supported a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I can now, I can taste a little bit more. And also a nice dry finish. I think the it's got a slight woody note somewhere. And I, I might just be inventing that because I know that many bitters are supposed to have a woody note because some of them are actually aged in oak barrels or with oak staves mm. or oak spirals. Mm. Um, but it does. I mean, the, the dryness certainly gets there for me. Overall, actually, I really enjoy pleasant. it. Very, very, very pleasant for, for me because you know how much I like amber ales, mm. and this is very, very close. That the caramel flavors are very pushing forward on yeah. you know on that kind of thing. So it, it it works nicely for me. I really enjoy this. Very food easy drinking. Um, yeah, as most of these sort of amber and bitters are, uh, you compare it with really nice food, barbecue kind of flavors and so on. Um, but this is a lovely beer for almost any any day, you know, whether it's a, a hot day or a cold day. That's delicious. Mm. I actually really enjoy that. It's a very competently made beer. Very, very nicely made. So, and we know Two Oaks' beers are very competently made. Mm. They, you know, they're very, very good brewers over there. Yeah, despite their strange branding. <laughs> We won't go into that. Let's, <laughs> let's not let's not criticize New Brixton for no, uh, no, someone no. else's beer. No, 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 absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. No, I, I like this beer. I'd like to see more of it. I'd like to see more beers from New Brixton. Have you have you seen any new beers from New uh, Brixton? They occasionally bring like? out a few sort of limited edition experiments, or they've collaborated a few times with other breweries. But any mainline? Not, nothing, as far as I know. And I speak under correction, and you know, mm. I'll, I'll put something in the notes for the show if, if there is anything sure. um, out there. But. If there is, you haven't really I seen it. I haven't seen it, no. And and I'd love to see more of it because clearly their branding is interesting. They've got an interesting take on, on beer and on mm. Joburg. How how popular is the, the bitter style in South Africa? Oddly not very popular. And mm. I, I don't know why because it's a lovely style. Yeah. Um, it's actually the first – usually when I, when I teach beer school, for instance, that is the first style I teach people how to brew is a bitter because it's a very easy style to brew – you get a lot of flavor for low, low effort. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of examples out there which you can taste to sort of you know gauge your your brewing against. Um, obviously, bitter is huge in in England. In England, yeah, it's um, the, you know the the traditional pub. Mm, I love it. I mean, I've, the first time I went to England and I had bitters there, I just love. I fell in love with the style, and it's still a great style. It's got nice taste, but it isn't overly alcoholic. It's not mm-hmm. heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, you can drink it on a hot day, but you can also drink it with food and, yeah. and other, you know, sort of uh, other occasions. Yeah, look, I've got to tell you, but my my limited experience spending a number of months inside mm. Weatherspoons in the UK, yeah, um, and being exposed to the kind of the house bitters, this is a beautifully mm. made beer. Yeah, yeah it, I would, really, it would really not be it. out of place in a, in a typical English pub. Yeah, this is going in my shopping trolley. Yeah, it's a lovely beer and. Again, I would I would love to see more bitter examples coming out of South African breweries, um, craft breweries. Yeah. Good job. 
Good job, uh, Brixton. So, Matt, first question on a scale, mm. uh, utterly subject of scale yes, of 1 yes. to 10, where 1 yes. is absolute drain water and 10 is something you would sell yourself uh, to buy more of? Um, this is, I would say, 7 and a half, 8. Yeah, 7 and a half, 8. So Matt's got seven and a half, eight. I, I'm I'm going to give it a solid. Um, I'm going to give it a solid eight. Yeah, I think it's a very competent beer. Yeah. The only thing which keeps it for me from being something like a nine or a ten would be just a little bit more wood flavor, mm, a bit more depth, a little bit more depth um, would would have brought it there for me. And uh, but eight solid. Shit, yeah. Does it go to Mars? I think it does. Um, I would definitely take a couple of six packs to Mars. It's going to Mars. You know, I mean, we don't have a lot of bitters in the Cargold yet. No, so we well, may I mean, as well put this one in there. By that token alone, we should grab some bitters and make sure that there's stuff for the journey. Exactly. Cool. Brixton Bitter by Good. New Brixton. New Brixton Breweries. Good well job. done, guys. And we're looking forward to your other beers.